0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Martian and Ozzy podcast. I am the Martian, joined by my co-host,
1: as always, Ozzy. How we doing this week, my man? Uh, not great. Don't love this fight card. Don't love the Natan Schult PFL card from last night. But had a good week last week. Um, but this is the Dana White's gotta get this shit together. Like, there's no way we could be a public, you know, company and be signing Dean Barry and fucking giving Chase Sherman another goddamn contract. This is ridiculous, but I'm looking forward to the Bellator card honestly, both of them much more than the speaks uh UFC card. So, you know, I just want to get this one over with <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm in agreement. I hate to start it off on a negative note. I'm sure it'll we'll warm up as the card goes on, but like the bar to get into the UFC and to stay in the UFC is so low right now. We got people who are terrible before they get into the UFC. They look terrible in the UFC, and then they continue to just keep getting fights. Um, I mean, it just seems like they just need fighters right now, and any fighter that is willing to fight, they're going to throw them on a card, and we have to deal with some of these terrible fight night cards. Um, I mean, this week is particularly awful. Last week, there was a good main event. Next week, there's a good main event. But this week is just top to bottom terrible. Um, So we'll do our best to make it entertaining, try to find some good bets throughout. Um, And there are some uh, some good betting sides, too. So we'll give you some good information. But um, before we get into this week, quick recap of last week. Uh, Ozzy, how'd you do last week?
1: yeah so pretty good week uh last week got off uh you know good start overall you know hafa garcia you know a few a few sides sides hit you know hafa uh, my three most confident hafa uh kyle and Bilal. uh we dropped the uh angelusa you know fight uh we were on him by decision and you know that to go the distance just couldn't really get going got going a little bit too late but lezez you know controlled that fight with his jab um and then baeza disappointed everybody once again, you know, hope, hope he can maybe have a resurgence in his career, you know, in a few years, but he definitely needs to rest that chin a little bit. But uh, yeah, Bilal did exactly what I expected. Like I mentioned, multi-layered approach. Kept uh, Vincente guessing, you know, mixing that southpaw stance and body kick, which uh, Gilbert Burns actually mentioned, and also Vincente uh, said that uh, it was what uh, got him off his game, you know, so much. And then uh, you know, I was against everybody with that Hoffa Garcia pick, you know, that the the uh, Jesse Ronson side uh, ended up getting steamed, and that ended up being pretty pretty uh, big on that side. So good good week last week, and uh, hopefully carry it over a little bit. Uh, and ride that momentum, but uh, that Natan Schultz decision yesterday was killed. What was your What was your <laughs> bet MMA result like? Four or five units?
0: Uh, five units.
1: Five units. Uh, five point one. So, very good.
0: Yeah, very good week for you. You definitely uh got the better of the uh the Garcia Ronson side. I bet on Ronson, and um, yeah, I mean, Kayo and Bilal, though, extremely sharp bets. I definitely grew more confident in Bilaw as the week went on, uh, partially due to you know some of the points that you made, and our also uh, best bet of the week parlay did win. Uh, Chris Barnett, Martin Boudet to start round two, and yours was remind me who again? Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. exactly. So uh, what
1: well, you said those are what six? You said those are six and ten now, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, six and ten, which is like a thirty-eight percent win rate. Which these are usually like plus two fifty and to 300 um so it's pretty good pretty good win rate uh considering you know those are like parlays if you are parlaying but yeah it's pretty pretty not bad
0: yep and uh you know fun pfl last night real good bellator this weekend a lot of good fights so even though the ufc sucks this week there's still some good mma going on uh but with that being said let's get into these 12 fights first fight um we got welterweight division, Mike Jackson taking on Dean Barry. Not really sure what's going on with this fight. Uh Dean Barry minus fifteen hundred. Mike Jackson plus seven fifty. Uh I mean, after Mike Jackson's last fight against CM Punk, uh Dana Whiteley publicly dragged this dude at the press conference, said, like, I don't know what he was doing. It seemed like he was trying not to finish the fight. And then they bring him back four years later. Um, I really don't know. It kind of speaks to my point earlier. What I was saying is anybody who wants to fight the UFC is letting them fight. So um, I did not refresh my memory on Mike Jackson at all. Did not watch the CM Punk fight. Um, And Dean Barry, uh, I barely even remember what this guy is like. Did you watch any footage of Dean Barry, uh, Ozzy?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I watched a little bit of him. Oh
0: yeah. He's the he he throws a lot of like sidekicks, right? Um he's an orthodox striker, throws a lot of like sidekicks, spinning back kicks and stuff like that. Um, looks like a decent offensive striker, I guess. It just seems like a matter of will Barry win by finish, by knockout, or by decision. I guess I'll go with knockout. Um, uh, that's my pick. Sidekick knockout for Dean Barry. Uh you have any thoughts on how it's gonna end?
1: Yeah, man, Dean Barry. He uh, like I don't know what the deal is with this guy. How he got into UFC? I mean, he changed training camps in Europe, wherever he trained. I don't know if it's England or where it is. Uh, but he 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 has fought at 155 before. His striking doesn't look all that great to me. He keeps his hands down. Uh, in in one of this, his his uh, UAE Warriors fights his ground game looked, you know, like really really bad. Uh, turning away, you know, as soon as he gives up side control, getting ground and pounded, and he just got up and and, and uh, knocked the guy out, but the guy looked like he had gassed. By that point, uh, he fought last last guy he fought, a guy who was like 6 and 30, which is an insane record <laughs> uh, to be carrying overall. Guy gets knocked out by everyone, you know, has fought bare knuckle as well. You might know the guy. Um I mean, insane. I don't know how this guy is fighting in the six UFC. And 30, um man. Yeah, and I don't know what the deal is with these odds this all all together the whole thing about this fight is incredibly strange to me so um i'm gonna play mike jackson uh i'm gonna play the over in this fight and i mean just dean not good uh J- mike jackson has actually had some kickboxing fights as well uh he trains i think with your boy safe saoud um, I think he, he fucks with Darren Williams too. He was like boxing with him or some shit like that. And I think he has a brown belt in jujitsu as well. I don't know why the odds are this wide. I don't think, I mean, if I fought Dean Barry, he wouldn't be uh minus 1500 and I'm going to give uh, Mike Jackson some respect. He's bigger than me. Uh, in turn, right. He's a little taller than me. And, and this is a 170 fight. Like I said, uh, and Dean Barry's not a 170 pounder. So I don't know what's going on here. This, I mean, it almost smells like a fixed fight, if I'm being honest with you, but I don't know why a fight would be fixed in Dean Barry's favor. Um, maybe he's boys with uh Lazez's guy. I don't know what I forget his name, Daniel, whatever. Kenahan. Um, yeah. Um, so I don't know what's going on with this fight.
0: Hey, everybody. So, there was a bit of an issue with the audio recording during this segment of the podcast, and it lasts for about 50 seconds. So, I just decided to edit it out and to re record this. So, essentially, the end of Ozzy's breakdown of Barry versus Jackson said that he's going to be taking a small stab on Jackson at plus 750 and also on the over one and a half rounds. Uh, to which I replied that it's probably not a bad idea considering it's such a low level fight that you really can't be that wrong taking a stab on the 7-1 dog. Uh, same with the over 1.5. It's just such a low level fight that it probably does have a good chance to go over. So sorry that you missed that and uh, I think I made up for most of what you missed and it's probably one of the worst fights in the cards, so you guys didn't miss much but my apologies anyway. We'll see. I don't know. It's a weird fight. Mike Jackson has four hundred and thirty-seven followers on Instagram, <laughs> so um, not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, it might be. A, it might be the wrong Mike. Jackson no, no, no. For. I'm pretty sure this is him. Um, oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, very
1: weird. Very strange. Next very fight,
0: weird. we got light heavyweight division. Former heavyweight Felipe Lins dropping down at two hundred five. The legend Marchin Prachnio. Uh, we got the odds for this one are Prachnio minus one twenty six, Lins plus one hundred six. Uh, so any faith in the old dog Felipe Lins here, Ozzy?
1: Yeah, I have a little bit of it. Um, you know, pac like, that last fight, you know, he he did find the body of, uh, of what's his name, of Ike. But, I mean, Ike just can't really take many strikes, uh, you know, t- to him uh, at this point. And in that Khalil fight, like, it was very close to him just breaking and wilting at any point. But I did bet him in that fight. Um, and that was a good fight for him at, you know, him being like 3 or 4 to 1 or whatever it was. Um, but Linz, I mean, his hands are much more accurate and active, I feel. Um, Prakneel's gonna, you know, be looking to land that kick and body kick and stuff. But I mean, the main issue here is Linz's chin and you know him being at 205 and stuff. But I feel like he should be able to land on Prakneel and you know avoid some of these. Sh- like, Prack-Meow's, uh, hands are just not good, he's not very good uh, with his defense either, he's a bit open. And they're favoring him to finish the fight uh, a lot more, which I don't really think this guy's a killer. I mean, you saw in that Khalil fight, like uh, I don't think this guy's you know that likely to finish Linz, In reality, like is he gonna land another one, like a devastating body kick to Linz to put him down? I don't really think so. Um, they've got Prakmial KO plus 175. They have three to one on Linz. I don't really agree with that. Like Linz, uh, has shown us just the soft of the chin as uh prak has in my opinion and uh or yeah or, or as lens in my opinion and yeah i just think that lens i mean he's pretty steady he'll keep coming forward as long as he doesn't get knocked out so if there's any chin regression uh i think he should uh be able to land on uh on prac Miao. but i mean i don't think there's that much margin or value in the overall line like some of it got taken out already from uh from the lens side so maybe a live bet opportunity though overall yeah, um
0: I mean I guess I'm kinda of heavily speculating on this fight. Um I didn't watch a whole lot of tape, just refreshing my memory, some quick Lynn's fights. But um yeah, I, I feel like it could be hard for Linz to land some punches just because Prochneo fights long. Like He's got like a, a distance striking type of style where he likes to stay on the outside. And, um, you know, Linz not really known for a very high output. He doesn't really get into the pocket too well. And, um, you know, I feel like his past two fights have been... He's just been real lackadaisical in there against Arlovsky and against uh, Bosser. Uh, nasty knockout versus Bosser. Um, and that was a little... A little less than two years ago so he hasn't won a fight in like four years now uh, he's dropping down in weight he's 36 years old his pro career has lasted 17 years made his debut back in 05 so I feel like there's too many question marks around Linz to be trusting him here. And I'm just gonna pick Prochneo based on him being the more active fighter, uh winning fights more recently. And he also I think throws the more strikes. So I think that will favor him. The only line I like for this fight is the uh possibly the goes at distance plus one sixty five. I think that Prochneo knockout line is pretty whack and under two to one. And uh maybe Prochneo by decision at four to one. I think there could be
1: some value there. And um that's gonna do it for that fight. I do think you. I I, I do think you need to observe the weigh-ins of Lens because he used to be at 235 when he weighed in at heavyweight. But also, just one other thing to add, you know, he did get killed by Tanner in that fight uh, in the round one. But realistically, that Arlovsky fight was very close. So, you know, I think that there is some. There is a little bit of value on Lens. I feel like Prakmial sucks, dude. He should. Like, I don't think he should be favored versus many guys. And Lens has shown that he's. I think a, a bit better than him. but Yeah, I think go. the line is like dead set
0: accurate where it's at. So props are passed if you like anything there. Next fight, very short notice fight here. Preston Parsons was supposed to take on Louis Cassie. Uh, he's now taking on Evan Elder. Elder is a lightweight moving up to uh, Welterweight here on short notice, but he was supposed to fight in about two weeks. Uh, so it's not very short notice for him. Uh, we did get a line on this one. Preston Parsons minus 118, Evan Elder minus 102. Um, so rewatching uh, Parsons, I mean, I I don't think the guy's really good at anything. All his wins come by submission. He's definitely a grappler, and if he can't get those takedowns, he tends to run out of ideas pretty quickly. Uh, but he is much bigger than Elder. He looks like a pretty, you know, uh, muscular dude, got some, you know, pretty big biceps on him. That's what I was watching, uh, the fight versus like Daniel Rodriguez. Is Daniel Rodriguez has these kind of like noodly long arms, uh, and Parsons has these big, juicy biceps, but he uh, got his face boxed off in that fight. Um, so tough debut though for Parsons. I mean, you got to give him some, uh, some, a little bit of slack there, but I I think elder is, uh, the better striker by a pretty decent margin. I'm seeing some pretty good technique from him. I've seen him, uh, get some takedowns and look okay on top. And Ozzy does, uh, did say that he trains with his boy, Grant Dawson. So you got to figure he's getting a little bit of the rub from, uh, the grappling there. And I just think elder looks like the much better fighter. He trains at Sanford. Um, you know, the size is going to be a little difficult for him to overcome. But I think uh, I've seen the much better technique from him. So I'll, I'll pick Elder to pull off the uh, the short notice win up weight class.
1: I've got no idea about this fight. I just know Parsons got killed with the first punch he got hit with by uh, Quinlan, uh, even though Quinlan was on uh, roids. So I think that's why they're like, all right, fuck it. Let's give this guy uh, a UFC fight. Um,
0: who? Quinlan? Yeah.
1: Right, Daniel, oh, you, I th- Parsons got I, think you, have,
0: I okay. think you have the Parsons mixed up. I think there was a different Parsons on the contender series.
1: You sure? Who did Preston how did Preston Parsons get into UFC?
0: He short notice and then he got knocked out versus Daniel Rodriguez. All right,
1: I'm mixing yeah, I'm mixing on my Parsons. <laughs> um I don't know who the Yeah, oh, I must be mixing on my Parsons. All right. Either way, Preston Parsons, I don't know shit about this guy. So <laughs> let's move on. I don't know. I don't, I obviously don't know. He'll get,
0: he'll get back to you against on this one. He'll get back to you on this one. Yeah. Um,
1: no, I don't give a fuck about that fight.
0: You can't fault, can't fault him. I mean, this fight came like, together in the past like 36 hours. Who? So
1: who the hell uh, is the other Parsons, man? He, Damn. he won on There's the contender
0: some... series this past year. I remember as like a big underdog. I thought, how
1: did this kid, this Parsons kid, this Parsons, no. I don't know how this person's kid got into UFC man. He Let's Elder. I'll pick Elder.
0: Let's, let's go. El, elder. Um next fight, bantamweight division. Uh uh we used to call this guy a- Aori, but apparently his name is Lichi Lang. So we 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 missed the pronunciation a little bit there. I'm calling um,
1: him Aori, bro. So you're right I-
0: now. Come on, bro. You got to give some respect to that uh that pronunciation. We know that Alici Lang is a, a big listener of the podcast. So, good luck this weekend, my man. Uh taking on Cameron Else. Um Alicia Lang is the favorite here, minus 225, Cameron Else plus 190. Um you want to give your thoughts on this one first?
1: Yeah, 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 sure. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, uh first of all, this fight, I think I got this right. Uh uh Ayori's going up to 135. And, uh, excuse me, yeah, uh, he's going up to 135 here. I mean, the main thing is here, um, I think that El's, uh, I mean, you saw in Ayori's last fight, which it was a robbery. Um, I should have won that head-to-head against you. Um, you saw that he gets taken down, right? And, you know, he was, he was getting muscled around a little bit. But he's got very good cardio. The main thing is, Ayori's not fought many guys who actually have a ground game once they get him down. Um and Els does have that and he's opportunistic and he is aggressive uh with the submissions as well. Um, so I think that is very, very live here to happen because ayori is just very nonchalant um, in giving up these takedowns, sometimes in getting up. And I feel that Els is kind of strong as well um, at the 135 weight class. So he could you know, pull him you know, in a few different directions once he does get him down that will um, encourage Ayuri to, to give up uh, bad positions, give up his neck, give up his back uh, and stuff like that. But, you know, obviously, Els has shown cardio issues. He's kind of a quitter. Um, but he's taken a lot of time off. He's been training, you know, in Vegas. And, like, he'll have, like, a fight camp. And then the shit will get canceled. And then he'll have another fight camp and, you know, all that stuff. So, I mean, minus 235, that's a huge number for Ayori where he's shown to you that, um, I mean, he gets into wars. He lets himself get hit. Um, I mean, you should see some of this guy's regional tape, like some of the stuff that he was doing. So very high variance fighter, and I think it's very, very stupid. I mean, someone's gonna tell you to 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 put him at like you know as like a parlay mainstay, which is insane. Uh, so I mean, under might be good here, but I mean, I think I don't think L's is the worst play ever. I think you'll probably disagree with that, but I think like L's like submission, it's a uh, eight to one, eight to that's crazy. So, like, I'll, I'll, I'll have to maybe take a little bit. Of, I'm not gonna bet this fight. What am I talking about? But,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that else is going to have to win by submission um because Aori has shown pretty insane durability um you know he got his ass kicked in that round 3 versus Mol- uh, Molina and was able to withstand all that. He did get dropped in that fight but, but
1: Molina has no power, bro. That guy that guy could fight at 115 if they had a fucking 115 weight. No, he's fight.
0: got he, yeah, but he's got he throws like a ton of punches, I mean.
1: Molina um, has no d- power, bro. He didn't he knocked out uh, You wouldn't get knocked out enough. by
0: you would no. He yeah, knocked he out Daniel Lacerda.
1: Martian, um, no lie, and, uh, you could go three rounds in Molina.
0: I don't think so, bro. I, I think he would probably get me out of there <laughs> in the sec, the second or something like that. I, with I would pace, last but right.
1: not with power. With yeah, pace, yeah, yeah, but not power. Yeah.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, but uh, if you look at this guy's else's record, I mean, his past four or five wins have all come within like 60 seconds 90 seconds and they're like his most recent win is against a guy who's three and 14 um so the last time he's won a fight that went more than 90 seconds was f- over four years ago um and this dude is just a gassery i mean every time the fight gets out of round one he gasses out and loses um i just think his cardio is terrible uh and and aori um ah, i fucked up man alichi lang is uh he was durable at 125. Now he's got 10 extra pounds. He's not going to be cutting weight. I think he should be steady durable and he's got good cardio. I think that Aori's, uh, um, cardio is the much better of the two. So unless else has made like some huge improvement over the past two years, which is possible a year and a half layoff, um, that I think that Aori should honestly roll. Um, I'm not. I'm not exactly advising uh, to bet him, but I, I do think he has the potential to cover with like the cardio and durability cliff. I don't know. Um, dude. and else uh, sub eight to one, I think is like, a bad way to play him.
1: I feel like Els is actually like very like value. Like even with all the bums that like, Aori's fought, he's only got five knockouts, and these are like some bums he fought in you know Asia, obviously. And then on top of that, uh, he fought two guys, pillow hands, Durden and, you know, uh, Molina. And Els could actually hit kind of hard. Like, I'm not saying he's a big hitter, but, I mean, he definitely hits harder than Durden and fucking Molina. So,
0: I think I might have maybe, to... Maybe Durden. I don't know about him. I don't know about our boy Molina. Molina cannot hit,
1: bro. Come on. At 125? This dude, Els, is kind of uh, built for 135.
0: Els, round one, plus 650. Not a bad way to play him if you're playing him at all. Um, all right, considering he's... Way. Never won out of, sight of round one. Um, and yeah, yeah enough about that one. I- this is going to be electric light heavyweight division. <laughs> Ike Villanueva taking on Tyson Pedro. Tyson Pedro coming off a four year layoff. And you're thinking Tyson Pedro, four-year layoff, terrible fighter, can't be a big favorite, right? Wrong. Minus 650 for Tyson Pedro. Ike Villanueva, plus 425. And this seemed crazy to me at first. It did. But then I refreshed my memory on uh, Ike Villanueva, on how stiff, old, slow, and fragile he is. And then Tyson Pedro, as an offensive striker, the dude does have a little bit of pop. You know, like he he's a, a the much better athlete and, He's definitely like a, a dumb fighter, but when he's just throwing offensive strikes, I, I do think he can hurt people. Um, so, I mean, Villanueva, it, his fights are just hilarious to watch. Watch that fight against Nergamanu. Like, his feet stay planted in the same place, and he just swings these wild, stiff punches with his chin straight up in the air. Uh, 13 losses in MMA, get knocked out left and right. I mean, Shea Sherman pieced this guy up and knocked him out in round one. So, um, as crazy as it sounds, I think there's actually value on Tyson Pedro by knockout at plus 200. Uh, The odds have Pedro by, oh yeah, so on BetOnline it's plus 200. On DraftKings it's minus 115. So I'm going to have to get in on some of that Pedro knockout. They have, they have submission as more likely than knockout. I don't understand that considering that Ike gets knocked out by literally everybody. So P- Pedro by knockout, Pedro knockout round one, I think those are honestly worth some plays
1: the only thing i'm interested about and in, the only thing i'm interested about in this fight is does i uh does uh, tyson pedro have new ink from his four-year layoff that's the only thing i'm interested in seeing any new tattoos the guy might have i think he's gearing up for a run in wwe maybe a triple threat match him roman reigns and the rock that probably be that'd be pretty sweet um but you wouldn't but, be able to
0: tell who's who
1: but yeah, man, I don't give a fuck about this fight, dude. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, not a good fight. I mean, Pedro. I mean, I. The thing is, Pedro on top into sub. So, um, I can see why it's the, uh, the, uh, the, KO. You, he, get little, the he, ko. you you got a little. The ko. You got a little bit. That? I'm saying that I see why the ko is a little bit of value. So, yeah, because of that fact. So,
0: um. So yeah. Two to one, Pedro knockout, ship it, let's do it for the boys. Next fight, um, 170, welterweight, uh, should be a terrible snooze fest of a fight here. Dwight Grant taking on Sergey Kondosko. We have Dwight Grant as the favorite, or no, he's actually the slight dog. Kondosko, minus 117, Grant minus 103. Um, your turn to start this one off on this electric fight.
1: Hold on, which fight are we on? <laughs> Grant versus
0: Condos. Uh, oh,
1: okay. Grant versus uh, Honda. Or I'm calling him Honda. I'm use his nickname. Um, so I mean, I don't like Dwight Grant. I mean, Dwight Grant's always in close fights. You know, he gives up takedowns sometimes. Like the issue with Dwight Grant is he loads up on some of these shots, and uh, and they come from left field, so it's kind of easy for these guys to shoot and take down Sekalich. I mean, should it be him easily. He got robbed there. Um, it was in Florida though. Um, complete robbery. Yeah, complete robbery. Um and I feel like Honda could probably do the same thing that that he did. You know, he's pretty long. He's he's tall, he has decent kicks. Um and I think he actually has a decent chin as well. Um he's been training at Extreme Couture for this camp and he's got a ton of fights under his belt as well and just like I don't I just I mean, Dwight Grant's just a weird guy cuz he's like he he's been training at the aka gym i i believe as well like that's been his main gym for a while but he's got none of the traits that you would expect from an aka fighter right it's kind of strange um but i actually like honda here a little like i've been going back and forth i'm like come on like dwight grant like against a guy who has you know can't has decision equity but also has the the grappling upside i would say you know what, if you know what i mean like i feel like um He could potentially be better than Dwight Grant, a lot better than Dwight Grant on the ground. Um, In the clinch as well, I think he's pretty competent. So, I mean, I prefer the Honda side. I haven't, I don't really want to lay anything more than like minus 110, which it's a little bit past that, just because it's going to be like, you know, Dwight Grant just fights ugly like that. He's very long, so it's kind of hard to get range on him and land effective strikes uh, uh, early on. But I, pre- I definitely prefer the Honda side, so I'll pick him.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm in agreement. I like the nickname Honda, too. That's pretty cool. Um, my, my thinking is just Dwight Grant stinks. Uh, he's c- consistently in underwhelming fights, been in four decisions in the UFC, and all four uh, ended by split decisions. So I'm a going to ride that so the wheels fall off, and the fight ends by split decision is plus 500 on DraftKings um that's a, that's a good stab to be had but yeah eileen uh, hondo's go i know he's coming off a two-year layoff but he does seem like the the better overall fighter obviously much more experienced double the experience and um uh, he's also still pretty young too right i mean i think he's only like 30 while uh yeah 29 right and dwight grant's fucking 38 like this dude is ancient 37 Dwight grant sorry. is 28 do you think yes you think that's an it's an error that he was uh, born... Biologically,
1: he is 28.
0: Yeah, true. I mean, he, he doesn't really seem that old, but um, he also doesn't throw any strikes. So uh, that's enough about that one. I'll agree with you, uh, Hondo's go by decision. The under... I mean, the over and the goes the distance here seem like a trap. Like, how, how does this fight finish 40% of the time? Goes the distance at minus 150. Um, Honda's only I been knocked
1: that... out once in his career.
0: Yeah, and Grant, how, I guess Grant has been knocked Grant out too. But so, Grant, I'm
1: just saying that's how Grant would win, bro. And I, by, like, yeah, by I think by finish. by finish. But
0: yeah, don't you think? Don't you think goes the distance at minus one fifty is it's very weird? Yeah, narrow, bro.
1: I'm gonna bet Honda because I mean Honda's fought some tough guys. He fought Dariav. Like this dude's fought some tough guys. And Dwight Grant, Dwight, I mean, Dwight Grant's a good fight to get a win in the UFC
0: i agree um enough about that one next fight uh fun fight here short notice uh power bar mark andre bayou one of my favorite fighters taking on jordan the beverly hills ninja uh right here we got mab minus 187 right plus 162 some of the best uh best nicknames in the ufc right now um so seems like a pretty easy fight to to cap right uh swarms people early he tries to knock him out and if he can't knock him out then he's usually the one getting knocked out um but you'd had been notoriously durable throughout his entire career never been knocked out but chidi did catch him with that punch behind the ear knocked him out in 15 seconds uh, that was only about two months ago so you got to hope that mab took enough time to uh to recoup uh I don't even know, rejuvenate, um, and but they spar pretty hard down there at Sanford, so I'm a little worried about him. I think that chin could be still a little damaged, uh, and if Wright swarms him at the right time, he, he could possibly hurt MAB and get him out of there. But I think MAB is durable and good enough to withstand that early storm, and if the fight gets past the first two, three minutes, it should be mostly MAB at that point. I mean, Jordan Wright has shown no ability to win fights outside of round one, except for one time against Gabriel Checo, who is not a real MMA fighter. He's a jujitsu guy who just, like, takes MMA fights once in a while. Um, so I see no reason to believe that Wright uh, can, has a chance to win outside of the first round. Um, so uh, MAB money line is uh, is value. I got in at minus 155. Um Ozzy had to convince me otherwise uh, to, to to bet MAB pre-fight instead of wait for the live bet. Um, but I think the under two and a half here, again, minus 150, I don't understand. How does this fight make it past 12 and a half minutes 40% of the time? I don't see it. And it, even if it does make it past 12 and a half minutes, I think the chances at that point are like 90% for MAB. So uh, MAB round two, round three, finish here is going to be my pick
1: mean, Jordan Wright's ridiculous. You know, you go from staring across some Chitty to staring across some Jordan Wright. You you have to be very excited. You know, you potentially get paid double the money, right, from that last KO loss. I mean, the issue of Wright. I mean, he, he's like that karate guy, so he's gonna be kind of like side stance. So, I mean, I think MAB needs to just watch out for like a spinning strike, right? Uh, Wright's like a spin to win guy. Like he's he draws a little, de- like his hands aren't good. He doesn't set setup strikes that well um you know i think that these guys didn't go into the clinch so you know right might be trying to fire off some uppercuts and knees um but mab should be able to to, to smother him overall um right mab doesn't really he doesn't i don't know i'm not i'm trying to like picture it too much i don't have a lot of notes for his fights but i don't think he jabs all that much um so i don't think he's gonna be stuck at range in terms of when he is trying to uh throw off offense um he's probably gonna be light kicking Right, but I do think that there is possibility of this fight like going over because like like you said, maybe he got knocked out last fight, so he might be a little tentative. And I don't think right. Think right. If you don't push the pace on him, he'll be content to like just dance around outside and you know lose uh by a little bit or you know hopefully get get a big you know land a big strike. So you know I don't like any of those like the unders. Yeah, sure. You know right could definitely get knocked out by uh, MAB, but I'd much rather play MAB, uh, inside the distance than any under, um, just cause like, why, like, why would I lay juice on that? And then, you know, fuck up like a money line play, like, doesn't make any sense to me. Like if I'm going to lay that juice, like I'm taking MAB money line. And if I want it inside the distance, I'm taking MAB inside the distance because if Jordan Ray is going to beat me fucking cool, like, but I'm not laying juice and then having, and maybe you win a decision where he's like taking Jordan right down and not doing anything, and uh and then you look real dumb. So good luck though to all those I don't know people playing that. And maybe bro, and maybe he's not dangerous once he gets on like you don't think he could take him down and, and not be dangerous.
0: He threw well the one time we've seen him on top, uh versus Abu as I thought Abu he threw, has like, no jiu-jitsu. Uh,
1: but uh, yeah, uh,
0: but right actually he... has
1: a ground He actually right actually knows uh jiu-jitsu like he trains but his ground game. when
0: he's getting when he's getting punched in the face he probably doesn't know jujitsu though
1: right but that's, if he but something. but he needs to he's not gonna uh finish him from top guard he's gonna need to get mount or one of those positions and 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 right he has better cardio than freaking abu azaitar
0: i don't know man i don't know abu azaitar probably... was, was
1: dying in that fight it was a cardio loss it wasn't freaking yeah maybe hurting him or being great on the ground
0: but MAB does do that to a lot of his opponents. He does push a pretty high pace. He pushes two, the three, pace. So. I'm
1: just saying he just got knocked out. Right. And I'd rather just play him.
0: Um, yeah, right knockout. Uh, round one is a good hedge, uh, six fifty-seven 701 seven one out there on some books. Um, enough about that one though. We're moving on to the main card, six fight main card here. Uh, actually no five fight. Uh, who knows what they're doing We're replacing, uh, Sumedar Jane cop. Um, uh, first fight best fight on the card by a pretty good margin uh is in the featherweight division here we got lando Venata taking on Charles Jourdain, minus one ten pick him across the board um what are your thoughts on this one
1: no good very good fight uh interesting matchup you know finally they're good i mean lando, I wish he would have went down to one fifty one forty five uh, a lot sooner um I think it's a good weight class for him overall um you know, he 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 kind of eased into it with that uh with that uh Grundy fight, you know, but I think that he has uh the, the, the grappling upside here overall. Um I know people like Jordan striking, it is it is good, but his main offense a lot of times comes off of that from that left-hand side, like he doesn't jab all that much, right? He likes throwing that that body kick. And I mean, the thing is, like, he, I feel like Lando, like the range that Lando fights within and like the, the movement that he brings and the possibility of him taking Jordan. I just think he's way stronger than Jordan. I think if he wants to take him down, it's, I don't think it's going to be difficult at all. Um, I think his cardio actually looked good in that, um, in that Grundy fight. And I think that, you know, he's just been taking his career a little bit more seriously of late. You know, the 145 cut tells me that he was talking about training, having Ray Borg be his main training partner, you know, for the last, I think, since COVID. Um, So I definitely think he's going to take Jordan down here. Um, And then when they are at range, I just think that Jordan's going to have to give him and will give him. Much more respect than when you're fucking fighting Marcelo Rojo and, you know, uh, Andre Ewell, and even those guys are able to beat are, are able to take rounds off of Jordan, you know, until Jordan is like, all right, fuck it, let me start going, you know, super hard and coming forward and just, you know, throwing caution to the wind. So, I mean, Jordain, I mean, he, lo- he was losing to Koulibau, and Koulibao gassed, you know, horribly, and, and uh, Jordan is way better than Josh Koulibau, or excuse me, uh, Lando is way better than Josh Koulibau, so... I mean, I understand why, like, you see Jordan, no juice on him, right? And you'd like to play him. But I took a little bit of um, Lando when he was at plus money. I mean, the thing, like, Jordan, you saw saw in that Arosa fight, like, Arosa was beating him pretty clearly until he gets clipped with a shot um, and gets put down. I mean, Jordan just never really uh, covers these prices all that much. Even in that Yule fight, I was on Jordan there, but that was when uh, money came in on Yule and even that fight i was like what the hell is this guy doing and then he just turned up in the third round he mentioned it was like the last fight of his contract so like he wanted to get a win so you know i think this is a much this is the toughest fight he's ever had the odds definitely indicate that but i mean i just feel lando's actually a better fighter than jordan overall at this point in their careers so i'll pick jordan to win and i like his uh, decision line plus 250
0: one thing you said that was incorrect, not the toughest fight of his career that belongs to Andre touchy feely. Um, even a Rosa might be better than Lando, honestly. Um, Rosa versus Lando sounds like a fun fight. Um, so yeah, I agree with a lot of the points you made. Um, uh, Lando definitely has the grappling upside here. But if you look at his fights, like, uh, I mean, it's kind of a lazy way to do it. But if you look at the, his st- the stats for his fights, he only really lands like one, two takedowns a fight. And if you look at um, the three, th- the four fights in the UFC, he's won. He only landed a takedown uh, in in two of those. One was against Marcos Mariano, who's a terrible fighter that he instantly submitted. One was against Mike Grundy, which he didn't really do anything with. So it's not like Lando is using wrestling as like, a game. Game plan um he might you know defer from his typical self and use it more heavily here kind of like uh d casey did against borshev like when when the the matchup suits yourself uh suits it and you might go heavy on that wrestling um but i, I don't think lando is going to be looking to wrestle too hard here i think it is going to be a striking fight and you know lando is uh you know, you know, he, he fights like he fights very groovy as, as the commentary was saying against Grundy. Um, and he just likes to stay on the outside and, you know, he doesn't really like to put a whole lot of damage on his opponents i feel his his, that's just not his style it's not necessarily a a negative thing about him is he likes to stay on the outside and pick guys apart and kick them and you know jab them a little bit but um i think that that's not the best style to win rounds and that's why we saw mike grundy somehow get a 30 27 scorecard against him because you know the fight was like lando outstriking him for four minutes of every round but then Grundy would land like one big punch and then that idiot judge somehow thought that Grundy won. Um but I think that kind of is like an indictment on, on Lando's style is he just doesn't put a big stamp on rounds. Um while Jordan has I'd say like the power the knockdown upside, uh he has landed like five or six knockdowns in his, you know, short eight fight UFC career. So I think the dude does hit uh, you know, harder than Lando does. Um, but I could also see a uh, Lando getting off to an early start here. Uh, that, that, that weird style uh, of striking he has could be hard for Jordan. but I think down the stretch, Jordan is gonna, you know, be the better fighter here winning round three. Uh, I think it's going to be a 29, 28 for either guy though. So it, it is an appropriate line pick em fight. I'll be leaning towards Charles Jordan, but I don't think I'm confident enough in either guy here, uh, to, to actually endorse a bet on either side. So. Um, n- Nothing too strong conviction wise, but I guess I'll go Jordan uh, just to go head to head with Ozzy on this one. Um, but it should be a really good fight. Like I said, best fight on the card from a skill perspective. And uh, the next fight is in the heavyweight division. We have uh, Alexander Romanov taking on Chase Sherman. Uh, Romanov as the uh, the the slight favorite here minus twenty five hundred. Uh, Chase Sherman slight underdog at plus 1200 pretty much as wide of a a line you see in the UFC Um, and there's a good chance it might be justified honestly I mean Chase Sherman is is terrible at MMA Ozzy's been banging on this drum for uh, the past year year and a half is this dude is just terrible Um, and you saw Jay Collier demolish him on the ground got an easy takedown easy submission there and it I mean, that wasn't even something Jake Collier had really shown in several fights, and he just easily outgrappled Sherman uh, when he felt like it. So I don't see Romanov having much trouble at all here. Romanov's probably going to throw him on his head a few times, and Sherman just doesn't really have much fight in him. So I don't think that he's going to be coming back from anything here. I think it's probably going to be a round one finish for Romanov. It's just a matter of is it going to be knockout or is it going to be submission? Considering how easily he gave up that submission to Collier, I'll be leaning with uh, submission from Romanov here. So I'll go Romanov sub round one.
1: Uh, Chase Sherman is one of the worst fighters in UFC history. I think if he fought in UFC one, he might win the first his first round fight. But if he like bumped into Chemo in round two, I think Chemo takes him out within like maybe like six minutes gerard Gordeaux um, would suck so jay sherman same, up
0: that dude remember maybe
1: it? gerard uh gary goodridge back then uh i think for sure you know takes him out joe's son i think that would be a close fight uh art jimerson and hoist obviously <laughs> yeah hoist obviously uh kills him um and is that that who's the guy that did the elbows from the crucifix did you mention him what was that guy's name i thought that was gary he, Goodridge. He kills G- that was, uh, yeah, you're right. My bad. I'm thinking, yeah, uh, Gary Goodrich, yeah. So, I mean, all those guys take him out. I think they're probably, like, you know, slightly favored over uh, uh Sherman here. Um, And, you know, Romano's going to kill him. Uh, He's very, he's much slimmer now as well. Um, This would be the biggest upset ever, I think, Uh, personally, if uh, Chase Sherman was able to do this. I think Chase Sherman KO round one, it has to be, going to have to be, like, 20 to one, right? If the guy's 12 to one. <laughs> to win, uh, him to win by KO round one, maybe maybe 15 16 one. I don't know, maybe you play that if you if you want to uh to, to fade uh Romanov. But uh, the fact is that gra- uh, heavyweight grappling just way too strong. Uh, che- uh, Jay Collier's right, he's 265, right? But he's like 40 percent body fat. So in reality, uh, Chase Sherman got muscled around by like a guy who's like you know tiny compared to Romanov. Um, so I think uh, it's bad news for him. It's Dana White, Mick, uh, Mick Sean Shelby. They should be embarrassed that they have to sign a guy like this to get Romanov a fight. Uh, it's gonna be like a lion, you know, eating a gazelle. Um, it should not be sanctioned. Uh, Chase Sherman's a crazy son of a bitch, though. And uh, and yeah. So this is a title title run. Romanov starts Like, now. do you think
0: they're even gonna give Sherman another fight? I mean, they, allegedly he signed another four fight contract, but so.
1: like, I could see him heavyweight is so bad yeah. man heavyweight is so bad you look at that top 15 it's just so terrible that um i mean the fact that shamil is ranked top 15 and romanov is not it's just crazy who are they gonna like, match sherman up, up? who's, who's need to sherman pick up gonna fight
0: after this that's the real question maybe uh maybe barnett uh chris yeah, barnett yeah, barnett
1: yeah barnett 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 or if you want to build up uh budet maybe, maybe Boudet. get uh
0: john valente out of retirement to get a win
1: john volante that'd be a good one that'd be a good Um, one yeah so that's
0: true Gugabe would i don't know i think i think sherman would probably give throw some hands on Gugabe for real um yeah
1: more than one
0: next fight uh women's fight a fight i'm looking forward to a lot uh big fan of montana de la rosa mdlr as everybody likes to call her Um, taking on macy barber uh or uh not the future as people like to call her um so the odds in this one barber minus 186 de la rosa plus 161 and uh your turn to start this one
1: off uh
0: women's fight here what are you thinking
1: yeah i like this fight i like this fight um you know, Montana, she's been, she's shown that she's very, very tough. She's had a lot of, she's fought good competition in the UFC. He's come up short uh, a number of times, unfortunately for her, but, uh, but it hasn't been for a lack of trying. Uh, obviously she's a grappler for, for, uh, first and foremost, um, you know, she looks to, to, to get the takedowns, um, and she's pretty good with the, ta- with, with, uh, with getting to, to, to the legs overall. Um, once she is there, you know she has a pretty good top game. Uh, she could transition and and keep top position, like you know half guard uh, side control or the or the top mount, or she could get the back as well. and she you know she's fine with uh, with maintaining positions uh, there as well. Um, Macy has actually fought like a bunch of girls that train with Montana at that uh, you know Colorado uh, camp. And so I think they'll probably have some pointers for her overall um i don't think macy's getting better though i mean her ground game i think is always a liability as soon as uh, miranda took her down she immediately took her back uh right gave up her back i should say uh and i think that alpha male camp is just not good for barbara overall. like there are no girls for her to train there to train with there other than like cory mckenna um that if you see their gym it's like a it's just like a huge mat right they have a cage but there's just like a huge mat and if you see the sparring footage just a bunch of guys going fucking nuts like it's you know people throwing spinning back kicks like some guys running away from song dong it's just a funny overall gym i feel um and i don't really think that they're uh anyone's getting better there especially any female fighters so um i'm very low on them overall i'm low on macy barber you know she has the speed advantage here definitely and she has um you know the striking advantage right she throws harder than montana but other than that, um, you know, I think that if this goes to the ground, I think she's in huge, huge trouble. I don't think they train much ground over there in alpha male either. And, uh, and yeah, so I think there's a lot of upside here on the Montana price. I don't know why you would be uh, laying the juice on Barber. Also, you have the fight, right? You got Macy Barber, right? She's a, she's a power base, like power first, right? But the fight is favorite to go the distance um and and i think if it's going the distance it's likely because montana is taking her down and uh and, and nullifying a lot of the striking and what uh macy does do well so i like montana here already better um but the odds are still you know right in line with uh with what i think is like excellent values this should be a shorter line because i mean barbara's never shown that she could she has round winning ability for the most part in terms of like consistently uh so i don't understand why this line would be uh like this but we'll see i mean women's mma uh you know they say women's mma chalk that's the way to go but not for me uh here yeah i mean
0: i'm i'm in complete agreement um De La Rosa is, is going to win this fight, I think, rather easily. Uh, I already bet her for a little more than a unit, but I think I'm going to round it up to, to two units here. Um, just because this price is staying steady, I expected it to maybe drop a little bit more. But, um, I mean, Barber getting that gift of a decision versus Maverick has to add, like, 20 30 cents to this line like if she loses that decision to maverick this is probably minus 150 plus 130 but because uh two idiot judges uh gave that fight to barber we're getting an even better price to fade her this time and i mean i just feel like she's uh she's a a few fighters that, that you can tell that are just surrounded by yes men and barber is clearly one of them where like they're not gonna uh realize what's actually the problem with the fighter they're just gonna keep you know, chugging along at the same pace. Kay Hansen's a good example. Mackenzie Dern's a good example. I hate to throw your girl under the bus, whoa, but she, whoa, do- whoa, she does what? fall in that category. She falls what? in that category. Um, what? So, so Barber, like she won her last fight. Her coaches are, oh, you did everything great. You know, let's just keep doing what we're doing. She's not going to be really working on her weaknesses. The fact that she can't defend a takedown, the fact that she's a terrible defensive grappler. I mean, uh, Maverick had success. Grasso had success. Exas- Roxanne Matafari wiped the floor with her, and uh, you know I think that Montana De La Rosa has all the ability to do the same. I mean, she she's been in tough fights she fought like angela lee remember was getting her face busted up in that fight but she kept shooting takedowns she landed i think several takedowns against angela lee in that fight but just wasn't able to keep her down and angela lee's an actually good fighter though uh, but uh, montana just wins fights via grappling like she's a good grappler she knows how to get the fight in her realm she made quick work of arian Lipsky in her last fight finished that fight and uh, I think uh, Montana is real tough on the feet. I don't think that Barbara is going to be hurting her with anything. She she survived an onslaught from um, Maria Buenos Silva. She got outstruck by uh, Lee and our Ujo and never got knocked out. So I really don't think that Barbara is going to be hurting her and knocking her out. And I just think that anytime the striking isn't going uh, De La Rosa's way, she'll just level change and get a takedown. And But the crazy thing I'll say is, even in the striking, I don't think it's going to be that in favor of Barber. Like, I think De La Rosa has a good chance to compete and maybe even win the striking just because I feel like Barber has lost all confidence. And you saw those strikes that she was throwing against uh, Maverick and Grosso from, like, four feet away. Like, she's only effective when she's winging like a ton of strikes in combination. Like when she hurts someone like JJ Aldrich or uh, Jillian Robertson, but when she's actually striking at a distance, like trying to be a measured striker, she sucks. Um, so Montana De La Rosa for the bag here. Uh, I, I think my ROI on uh, men's fights on Pet MMA this year is actually negative, but I'm up like six or seven units on uh, women's fights overall. So Dude, what, uh, I'm seeing women's even... fights. Well,
1: what is even this market like how does ariana like uh, montana close against Lipsky almost three to one minus 300 and then you put her plus 160 against macy barber it doesn't make any sense in any like in this market because the, the the ground games of Lipsky and barber are probably i mean barber is probably a little bit better but it just doesn't make any sense overall like it doesn't because i mean it doesn't make any sense i'll tell you like i no. mean I'm, i haven't heard a lot of intimate stories about Montana versus Maverick grappling-wise in the gym, but it's—I've heard a little. It's not like—I mean, it, it's competitive. So, I, like, you get the same price of Vivi against Montana. Like, how does this? It doesn't make sense. So, give me, give me Montana a lot. It's just
0: everyone—the uh, Bar- market thinks that Barber is better than she is, and she's just not like she's not Barbara's the good. bad, dude. Yeah,
1: she, she's she's out of the UFC soon.
0: I think so. I think very so soon. too. Very, very um.
1: Soon.
0: And uh I'm just I'm just actually grateful that the, the judges gave that one to Barbara against Maverick because like I said, it's just gonna give her that aura of false confidence and uh it's just gonna make this win even better. So De La Rosa for multiple units uh one sixty. Uh next fight, great fight. Uh the legend, the carpenter, uh still chugging along, still coming off of that uh, incredible comeback versus uh Leo Santos taking on Claudio who who is a, a very disappointing fighter for us. We, we bet Gritzmacher against him. We failed miserably there. But Puelas is somehow on a four-fight win streak in the UFC. Um, pick him fight here, minus 110 on both sides. And, um, I mean, it's Guida. It, it always has been Guida. We have to trust Guida here. Um, we're going to be fading in Puelas till the wheels fall off and i mean but there is a lot of logic behind this bet as well uh not to mention the fact that just Poilus is is no good guida is a veteran but um Preles wins fights with his wrestling taking people down and staying on top of them and he's fighting the better wrestler for the first time in his career right um that uh guida is not going to go down from those easy single legs like jordan levitt and chris gritzmacher was um and then the striking i think will be really close i mean uh I think the 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 stats say that Puelas got outstruck by pretty much every opponent on the feet so far that he's fought um, and Guida did get hurt to the body against Leo Santos. This is the one thing I'm worried about is that Puelas does have a decent body kick and we did see Guida get uh, hurt to the body versus um, Leo Santos but we also saw in that fight that after he gets hurt he's still incredibly hard to put away. He ate like 50 unanswered shots and still kept going maybe a different referee stopped the fight but Keith Peterson is a legend and let the fight keep going and um, you know unless Poylis hurts him with like a, a body strike early on here I really don't see that any way that Puez can win the fight, I mean, Guida has the experience advantage. He m- might honestly be the better striker. He's the better wrestler. Um, his jujitsu could it, is probably better as well. I mean, the only thing that's not going for Guida here is obviously his age. Um, but I think Guida still has plenty left in the tank. You saw him against Michael Johnson, Look good. He had a competitive fight with Bobby Green. He had that great comeback versus Leo Santos. He beat Billy Quarantillo in a grappling match. Like, th- there's plenty of evidence to suggest that that Guida's got enough left in the tank to get this. fight done um so i'll be on guida here for another two units um a little bit risky here but you got to trust you got to trust the read you know and uh, you gotta fade, fade, fade playlist until the wheels fall
1: off so are
0: you in agreement here ozzy or what
1: the 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 tape says back guida right like 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 it said back kroom last week right agree
0: uh um let's see now there's a bit of a difference between those two a bit of a difference
1: okay okay but 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 it's still i mean One of my guys, I mean, he put it very, very well. I liked what he said. He said, um, Guida is 40, but has the cardio of a 25-year-old. And Puelas is like 25, but he has the cardio of a 40-year-old. And I love that, how he put that. Because it's very true. I mean, the thing is with Puelas, I mean, look, you look at the Gritzmacher fight. And, I mean, Guida is like a souped-up Gritzmacher. He's like Gritzmacher on steroids. Um, And, you know, Puelas, like, he gets that takedown in round one where like i don't even know what the hell that takedown was like like gritsmacher was just like all right i'll go down cool um and then you know quellis is just dancing around him but paulis just looks so harmless man and like he's in mount and he's like not doing anything and then the second round starts and this guy goes for a takedown Uh this guy gritsmacher gives him a little resistance and this guy pulls guard man and and then, like, put, like Gritsmacher is, like, kind of, like, messing around with him. And I'm like, what are you doing? That fight, like, he could have... Uh, uh, Gritzmacher easily could have won he that he second thrown round. He could have thrown that fight, honestly. Just... I don't
0: know what...
1: Yeah, it, it could have been. But even if he was trying uh, even a little bit in that second round, he could have easily won the second round. Because it was kind of close until the end. Like, I scored it for Poilas, like, in the last minute. He, he ended up, like, I don't remember. I think he maybe, like, threw, threw a few strikes, grabbed the clinch, like, pushed them back, some of this stuff but easily like a, a kind of a coin flip around. And then in the third round, I mean, the Sudipolis obviously is tired and they ha- haven't really done anything. Like it ha- has not been a competitive, like a like a contentious fight. And this guy's clearly tired. So I think a, a Guido round three, a ten eight for Guida in round three is very live. Like this guy's got insane cardio, and if he doesn't get finished, like when he puts his neck in, like against Jim Miller and you know s- dumb stuff like that, I mean he paces guys, uh, like a hundred, like easily. You know, and he takes people down also in you know late in, in fights as well. I mean, this guy was having competitive fights with like Bobby Green, and I mean, even the Mark Matson fight, like you can say Mark Matson, right? He's not good at striking and, and and all that. But I mean, the thing is, Guida is just so steady, like you know the baseline that he's gonna give you. So, I mean, I think this guy, uh, Polis needs a big strike, right? Like, what I mean, he doesn't have a good body kick, but he needs to land a good body kick, I'll put it like that. Or needs to hurt him with a punch or, you know, something. Um, but he's just biting off way more than he could chew. I think the 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 hips and the strength of Guida is just way, way higher. Um, I think that Guida won't really accept getting put on bottom all that much. Um, although I would be curious if Puelos could, like the back, you know, putting in a body triangle, stall out a little bit, but I just feel like, like I said, I think that 10 8 in round three is very live for Guido. Once Guido gets the sweat going, I think he should be start being able to smash this kid. Um, and just like Jordan Wright, I mean, if Puebla's beats me and I, I, and I paid, you know, like basically even money to, to find that out, I'll like, fine, dude, like, cool, like, if he beats me again. Like I'll I'll tip my cap to him. The guy will be, you know, five and one. I think in the UFC, which is crazy, and and yeah. So I mean, I'm going with Guida. I think that he he's gonna be able to put punches on on um on on Paulus. You haven't really seen Paulus take a punch, so you don't even know his durability in terms of that. And I just think this guy could fold very easily. And that's what Guida does, man. He folds people or he gets finished. So I mean, what's the under here? Plus
0: one seventy, I think.
1: What's the uh plus 170. I mean, I just don't really see, uh, what's his name? Puelles, winning, uh, a, a decision over Guida. I mean, Guida plus 150 to win a decision. So they think that Puelles' path is, is inside the distance, but I feel like Guida could easily, uh, finish him, right? Like he finished, what's his name? Um, uh, Leo Santos. So, I mean, I think Guida could easily finish this guy. So I'm going to have that round three. I like that round three, or decision line also i think i saw that hanging around it was like plus like 150 i think that's a good line as well but we'd round three plus 1800 sign me yeah, up. and to Guido.
0: the to find the a little bit he did get his ass kicked versus uh felipe silva he ate a lot of shots there and did hang around and pull off a, a comeback there so i'll give him yeah, a little he was bit going
1: of, on bottom and yeah and
0: that was probably his most impressive win fight. on probably his most impressive win despite getting you know shield the entire fight
1: if he gets another knee bar, I mean he's he's the best fighter. Like I got a cousin and one of my cousins is like half Peruvian. He lo- he's gonna go insane if Paulus finishes this guy. <laughs> what, what, what well, all
0: said? of America <laughs> all of America will be cheering for uh, Guida here, so we gotta we gotta ride him. Absolutely. He's a man, he is forty and Absolutely. he will win the fight. I, um go ahead. I just can't see how you could trust Paulus,
1: man. I don't I don't get it
0: why would you want to bet against Clay Guida too? Like, come on. Um, I don't
1: understand. Yeah. Main event
0: time, women's main event. The, the UFC has a quota for women's main events. It's four year. It's been four for 2024 for 21. And this is the first, I believe of this year. So expect a few more terrible main events. Uh, they were going to do like Viera Tate or oh, no, wait, that actually did happen. Um, that is happening. No, 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 that already happened. The fight. Oh no,
1: Viera, Viera, v- v- Viera, um, ha- home, right. That's, That's happening. Right. Oh my gosh.
0: Um, but, Actually this one isn't this, I don't one, mind this one, one isn't too bad Andraj very deserving woman to be in main events Amanda Limos, hell no she just robbed our girl Angie Hill uh we still haven't forgot about that your girl it's everybody's girl uh she, America's girl everybody loves Angela Hill everybody right. knows this um but the odds for this one Amanda or uh Jessica Andrade, minus 214. Amanda Lemos plus 184. Uh, Andrade began some pretty steady action the past week, week and a half. She was like minus 170 for a while, now all the way down to 210. Um, so, your turn to start this one off. Women's main yeah. event, what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, a lot of action on Andraj. I mean, I understand. You look at Lemos' tape, you know, some of this, she just, very, I think, very like her movement the the thing the her strategy basically is i don't know how well thought out this stuff is it's just what i'm seeing right like if i was you know giving a fighter like an assessment you know she throws high um like like high impact strikes right so like she wants to finish the fight right so she launches like big right hands right she kicked your girl she front kicked your girl in the face immediately which was hilarious um and 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 she she kind of like moves in a way where like as soon as you throw a strike she tries to like move back like a few inches to to be able to like change the distance so you could like you miscalculate and then hit you with a counter. Um, so that's like mainly her game. She's got her hands down very often. Um, and my only worry here is the weight cut for uh, Andrade, right? With all that OnlyFans money that uh, that came in, I don't know if you've uh, if you've seen any of the pictures, uh, Martian. But you know, they definitely brought in a lot of dough for her. I've seen um, some. They're I disgusting. And pretty good. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, relax. I keep your opinion to yourself. I just asked if you've seen them. Um, you no, know, I think she's been. Eat- she was eating good and she was feeling good at one twenty five. Uh, so I'm a little concerned with the weight cut. Um, and Lemos potentially bonking her with that aforementioned style, but otherwise, um, I I feel like the pace that Jessica Andrade is going to push, like, Lemos has never, she's never even, like, thought about what, how this can go, Um, because, like, Andrade, like, throws to the body, she's, like, way stronger than these girls that she's been fighting, like, I mean, you're locking up with anyway and anyways is, like, pushing you against the fence for seven minutes. And, you know, you're locking up with Angela Hill, and she's, like, you know, got a clinch on you and stuff like that. Like, Andrade is going to be beating, beating the body. She's going to be, you know, sh- maybe not shooting for takedowns, but at least if they're, like, grappling, she's going to be much stronger. So this is why I say the weight cut is my only concern, because if she is compromised, like, a lot of those advantages, you know, uh, start to deteriorate um and if they are pushing if she is like in there like pushing for body shots and stuff like that um you know she is going to be there for lemos to throw like you know hooks back and potentially hit her and, and you know finish her off but i feel like jessica's kind of resilient as well you know even if she d- was to get stunned i feel like i mean lemos you saw that ground and pound she was trying to trying on angela hill like i mean that shit ain't stopping nobody i mean ruiz i'll go to, like i really believe this was about to mount the comeback like that judge should, or that ref should not have stopped that fight. Like Ruiz was up. You saw she was in her stance. She was circling. As soon as that fight got finished, right when she got back up, you know, she she was ready to 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 mount a comeback there, and uh, she she was not given the opportunity. Um. So I don't hope that I don't hope that I hope that doesn't happen here again. Um. But I feel like Jessica Andrade is gonna start getting to her later on. I give a lot the equity for uh Lemos to finish later on. You know, really really goes down. Um but i can't lay two to one here even saying all that even though like i said right some guys will swear by you see a two next to a woman right you you put a ring on it or you put some money behind it uh so i'm gonna avoid this fight i think i like that under when it was or the three and a half um i think the three and a half is is good because it covers a lot of the wind condition for lemos and it gives you obviously the 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 Later, Andra or a bit of a later Andrage finish, but for fun, I think I'll take some submission for Andrage just because um, I don't think that Lemos's chin is that bad, but I do feel that if uh, Jessica does stun her early, I think that she would jump on a neck. So I'm gonna try and uh, I'm not gonna do just like the normal sub prop, I'm gonna do try to do like a round and sub prop, like round one sub is uh, 16 to 1 for Jessica. The round two is, uh, what's round two, is uh, 22 to one. So those start getting interesting for me. Once you get over that 20 number, uh, so I kind of like that just because I think we could see uh, maybe a, a t- more tepid pace early, but then Jessica just starts, you know, wrecking her. And I think the submission very live.
0: Interesting. Um, I was always taught that you uh, if she ain't 180, then she ain't a lady. And uh, Lemos does... Uh, scrape that criteria right now at plus 184 so um, still I have no interest in betting her Um, I don't think she's any good I think Andrade will demolish her wherever she wants really didn't really do uh, any tape for this one definitely not going to be rewatching any limo fights I like Andrade she's a tank she had a lot of success at 125 don't really understand why she's
1: moving down to 115 here Um, what do you mean if she if Andraj wins this fight, I'll say this right now. Andraj wins this fight and looks good, she will win the title by the Oh shit.
0: I forgot that Andraj and is, Shevchenko already have it. I was thinking for a second, like why wouldn't she just stay there?
1: Andraj Andraj beats, I think, any of the like round robin combination of Zhang, Rose. Carl. She's got a stake for the she's got a stake for the next title shot over like Jean, like Zhang and, and what's her name, and, and uh Joanna lost two times to Rose. Uh they, you know, I don't think they won't uh, will want to do the um, Carla fight either. So I think Andrade gets the next. I can't believe shot Carla if she and uh, Andraj have never fought. I know that's a perfect fight. That's, I mean, that the, two OGs. They should definitely do that fight. <laughs>
0: um yeah that sounds fun um so i guess it does make sense why she dropped down i hope that she makes the weight cut. you know i think she'll she'll be fine um dropping down in weight here and you know limosh i think is gonna need to knock her out in the first round or two uh, that's really the only chance limosh has to win so let me look at these knockout props uh limosh by knockout in one or two is plus 650 um so that's the way to play her if you want to play her at all
1: what that's a crazy pro. what for a knockout
0: in round one or two,
1: yeah. wow, that's a good price. Yeah,
0: so not yeah, true. It's not not a bad way. Like like she starts fast, she she hits girls hard early on. Andrade might be feeling the weight cut. It's it's probably worth a, a poke uh, at that price, um, but then it really should be Andrade mauling her in three, four, and five if it gets there. Let's hope this fight ends by finish. We don't want to see this one go to the decision. But I'm pretty confident Andrade wins and uh, covers her price tag. And uh, that's gonna do it. Um, Last week, our uh, our best bet won. Our best bet parlay won, Um, and let's try to keep this momentum going this week. I have a pick in mind for mine. You, uh, yeah, I know you have yours i'll go ahead and share mine right now to give you an extra 30 seconds and it is going to be a dog play a rather a substantial dog play montana de la rosa plus 161 on bet online right now i'm really confident in my girl i think she has the clear grappling upside she knows that the grappling is her gay game she goes to it consistently barbara is completely underwhelming and um i don't i don't see any way the montana doesn't look good at plus 161 so that'll be my pick and uh ozzy what do you know what you're going with
1: yeah yeah so i wasn't i got two in mind so i was either gonna go with honestly the over two and a half in uh, honda versus grant i just feel like grant you know given that he's trained with these russians i'm gonna think that he has a little bit of a ground game that honda is not gonna submit him easily if it happens to go to the ground and i think on the feet these guys are evenly matched they're both like slow paced grant's talking this shit about being like you know more chill but i don't think that's gonna or uh more aggressive but i don't think that's gonna happen but i'm gonna do it dude clay guida let's you know this dude poellis is a fraud like come like i don't if Puel. i know there's some people betting poellis i don't know who they are there was like one guy who's uh, we know we know one we know one who's betting poellis yeah, we know one, but I really don't know the other people that with actual money betting Puelas to give this line for Guida. So I'm taking, so we'll go with Guida. Fuck, man. Guida really opened plus 150. Like, how does that happen? I, I did
0: not know that. So, but that comes out to uh, <laughs> plus 398. Big odds on this one. Guida, Fat. minus 110. MDLR, plus 161. And uh, that's a winner right there.
1: Main card parlay. Main card parlay, too. So
0: that's that's be true back to back that's there. true that's true um i'm on both of them i'll be on both of them from multiple units individually so really hope this shit comes really hope this shit comes through <laughs> uh it, it could be a rough week if not and uh that's it's it though a uh, terrible card uh, great bell tour going down uh, this weekend two bell tour cards i just learned they're both going down from hawaii Friday and Saturday night. The Saturday card is is much, much better. Uh, but still, good fights going down on Friday and Saturday. PFL was last night. That was fun. And, uh, you know, some, uh, some good fights going down this weekend all over MMA. So uh, terrible UFC card, but we did our best to make it interesting and uh, give out some good bets. And uh, any closing thoughts here, Ozzy?
1: No, I'm looking forward to next week
0: yeah next week is uh you know pretty significantly better uh
1: really fun main event main event main event vera main event vera. It, i can't wait for that he's deserved it for a long time and it's taking some action now right now as we speak just move down a
0: little i bit. i i have noticed that too uh surprised me a little bit but um you know really fun main event we'll be back next week enjoy the fights this weekend enjoy the bell tour this weekend and hope you all win some bets we'll see you all next week peace out